Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Essential Podcast. It's me, your pal, Sean, from the Arts and Publication team here at Anime Central. And, uh, hi. How you guys doing? It's been uh, a minute since uh, we last talked. The uh, last episode of the Essential Podcast, episode number one about hotels, came out on August 30th. And as I'm recording this, it is December 13th. So... It's been almost four months. Sorry about that. But we are working very hard to bring you guys the very best convention we can for 2022. And with that in mind, today's episode, we got a couple of things to talk about. We got an update on hotels. We got some registration to talk about. And we've also got the opening of our panel submissions, cosplay gatherings, and performances. So you guys are going to want to listen to this episode Got a lot of great info. Let's start with our update on hotels. On September 3rd, we opened up all of the hotels that are going to have an ASIN room block for 2022. Pretty much all of them are sold out. There are a couple that still have some rooms available. This includes the Hyatt Rosemont, the Westin, and the Comfort Inn Suites. So if you guys are looking for rooms, head on over to ascent.org slash hotels for more information. Just so everyone is aware, once the rooms in these room blocks run out, that is it. We will not be opening any more room blocks at any other hotels. So make sure you get your reservation in today. Let's move on to registration. Registration for Tier 2 is going to be ending on New Year's Day 2022. And right now for Tier 2 registration, it is $68 for the whole weekend. If you wait until after New Year's Day, it goes up to $72 for the full weekend. So don't delay. Head on over to ascend.org slash registration dash info to get registered today. Let's talk about our big announcement for this episode, and that is panel signups, cosplay gatherings, and performances. Those sign-up forms are online right now. Head on over to ASIN.org. Up in the top, you'll see Register Now. There will be a couple of options for registering a panel, a cosplay gathering, or a performance. Pick the one that you're wanting to apply for and follow the instructions and get signed up today. We are very excited to see what you guys are going to submit But just a little heads up about that. I know there's going to be some questions about people who previously had applied for panels or cosplay gatherings in 2020 or in 2021 if their approval rolls over to 2022. And the answer to that is no, it does not. 2022 is going to be a fresh start for everything. So we are asking that those who had previously been approved for their panels or their cosplay gatherings to resubmit for approval so that we can give everybody a fair shot at hosting a panel or hosting a cosplay gathering. So again, head on over to ASIN.org, look up at the top under Register Now, and find the different types of events that you can register for. Get those applications in. For this episode's interview section, we're going to be talking to Chris and Troy of our Volunteer Staffing Services section to... Talk a little bit about volunteering. Volunteering is super important to Anime Central, and we are always looking for eager people who are 
willing to offer their time and their services to help us out. So without further ado, here is my interview with Troy and Chris of our volunteer staffing services to talk a little bit about what volunteering at ASEN is like and what kind of perks and benefits you can expect if you volunteer for Anime Central. All right, guys, we've got a very special treat for you on today's episode. The whole focus of this episode of the Essential Podcast. Today, we are talking about volunteering. Volunteering is the central drive of our convention. Without volunteers, ASEN wouldn't exist. And today, I am very happy to be joined by two members of our VSS team. That is vendor, or not venue, vendor, that is volunteer staffing services. Uh, if you guys would like to introduce yourself, Troy, go ahead and I'll, I'll let you introduce yourself first. Sure. Hi, I am Troy. I am the department manager here for VSS, just taken over. So super excited to join the team. And I am joined by my super capable assistant. If you'd like to introduce yourself. Uh, sure. Hi, I'm Chris. I am the assistant department manager of volunteer staffing services. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Thank you guys so much for joining me today on the podcast. Thank you for having us. Yeah, definitely. So um, why don't, um, Chris, why don't you start? Why don't you tell us a little bit uh, about yourself, um, like outside of the convention? Like who who are you not inside ASIN? (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. Um, So outside of ASIN, um, I uh, I'm actually an operations assistant for like an HVAC and generator uh, service and sales company. Uh, so I do a lot of operational organization and database management, uh, which actually helps a lot at volunteer staffing services because we do a lot of managing where everybody goes and answering questions and making sure everyone has what uh, they need from a staffing side to be able to uh, do their jobs uh, at ASIN which is really great um, and uh, brings a lot of different skills to the table to be able to assist the team. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, you know, having, having to have organizational skills is very important when you're managing, you know, hundreds of people all over the convention volunteering. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Troy, what about you? Oh, well, outside of the convention, I do a lot of work in um, staffing. So my actual job is running staffing for the company that I work for Um, and just making sure that everybody has the people that they need to effectively run their departments, which ties very well into what I do with ASA now. Um, It's just in a different capacity nonetheless. But same thing, you know, that Chris said, it's just bringing the skills that I have um, available to the table to assist and, you know, make it you know that much better. Yeah, de- definitely. Definitely sounds like uh, your job outside of ASIN very much matches what you do for the convention. Basically. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Troy, uh, how many years have you been attending ASIN? Uh, my first year attending ASIN was actually 2018. And then I volunteered in 2019, and then COVID snatched everything. Although I attended virtually, um, I did not volunteer virtually. Ah, okay. Uh, And Chris, how about you? Uh, Actually, very much the same as Troy. 2018 was my first in-person Anime Central, uh, and I loved it so much. And 
just really wanted to volunteer. Uh, so I started there. Uh, and then I think we actually both volunteered for the same team, which was... Uh, we did, IRT. Yeah, IRT. <laughs> Doesn't exist the same anymore, but we definitely were there. Yeah, right on. I, I kind of feel like the the old person in, in the group now, because I've been attending ASIN since 2009, and I only Jeez. just I only just started uh, staffing in 2019 after the pandemic, you know. Gotcha. So, so I... Uh, I haven't had the uh, pleasure of f- physically staffing yet, but you know, 2022 is coming up. It is. Woohoo. Yeah, Woo-hoo. It is. And we're really excited for it. Uh, getting to ramp up to 2022 is a lot of work, but it's so much fun. Uh, so Chris, tell me, um, what is your favorite anime? Oh gosh. Okay. Um, so <laughs> like I grew up uh, watching anime on like Cartoon Network when all we had was like episode by episode and um, waiting months and months because uh, American uh, American anime wasn't as popular. So I started watching in like 1999 with like, uh, I want to say maybe Naruto and Inuyasha. Uh, so those ones are always like super near and dear to my heart, but like my favorite overall like has always been bleach um and i remember just being so upset that i couldn't get access to the episodes that i knew were there mm-hmm. uh i like japanese sites so i actually uh broke my parents computer downloading them <laughs> like uh, times were tough for early enemies it, it, it was very bad we were stuck with like samurai jack and all that for a long time oh god or, or if you wanted to watch it from Japan, you, you had to watch it on YouTube, cut up into three parts at, at 240p. Yeah, oh my god! And that quality. was even past the whole tsunami era. So yep. my goodness. Yep. Uh, what What about you, Troy? We all sound old. Um, so <laughs> um, I would have to echo honestly uh, the first anime that I saw because I just didn't really care for Dragon Ball Z. I know I'll get some flack for that, but it's fine. Um, I think I started watching Naruto and was like, "Oh, okay, this is really cool." And then when Bleach came out, I was like, "Wow, character development, cool powers, great storyline. This is excellent." And then that's what kind of got me into seeing what else was out there outside of like, you know, Sailor Moon and Ronin Warriors and all that mm. kind of jazz. Right on, right on. So uh, you both said that uh, you both started staffing in 2019, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you both went for IRT. Correct. Um, how, how was your experience on IRT? Uh, for me, it was pretty cool. I was in an administrative capacity with IRT. Um, so... For me, it was more seeing almost, <laughs> I don't want to say the dark side of ASN, but it was definitely kind of getting a full scope of all the cool stuff that happens, but then also what it also takes to run a convention, just even from a security standpoint. Um, and so it really kind of gave me a broader view of what volunteering looks like, and then also just the behind the scenes of what goes on that 
regular attendees do not see, notice, even think about as they're just kind of, you know, milling around and attending events and things like that. But Mm -hmm. getting to see what it takes to really keep people safe and what it takes to make sure that rules are being followed and all that kind of stuff really helped out with kind of painting a picture of what volunteering looks like and how much it's needed in order to put on a good convention. Very true. Very true. Uh, so, uh, Chris, uh, mm-hmm. since, since we, we've got you guys here today for, uh, to talk about VSS, can, why don't you explain to our listeners what is VSS and what is its function for the organization? Sure. Uh, so volunteer staffing services, kind of uh, the best equivalent that I can equate it to, like in real life, that people would have a lot of experience with is uh, human resources at like a normal, normal function capacity, like a normal, uh, I don't want to say normal because ASIN is very much normal, <laughs> like at a, at a real life job uh, where, where we all get paid. Um, we uh, help managers onboard their staff. We handle any staff questions. We also help uh, making sure that each a person is going to the department that uh, would best suit their skills and their needs. So uh, if someone comes to us and says, hey, I want to volunteer, but I don't know uh, where where I want to volunteer, but here are my skills. Uh, we, we help them. We help place them in somewhere where they're going to be comfortable in what they're able to do and also uh, making sure that they're going to be most effective in the organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, we also help... Uh, with, uh, you know, any any sort of issues that they have, like harassment or uh, just general questions about what staffing is, what their staff benefits are. We do things like uh, onboarding and anti-harassment training. Uh, we're actually revamping that this year. We're really excited about it uh, because in years past, uh, like onboarding and staff training uh, and anti-harassment and making sure everyone knows what to do when harassment happens uh, is uh, something that uh, Troy and I both came on board and we were like, okay, well, this hasn't been very accessible, so how do we make this more accessible to everyone? So we came up with the idea of uh, doing like a self-guided anti-harassment training so people can uh, assist with, or so we can help people uh, better understand those requirements and make sure that they're clear. Mm-hmm. Um, we also uh, do things like... Uh, tracking staff pins so uh every i think it's 5 10 15 years that people staff with anime central i think we have people that have been staffing for 25 plus years um we make sure that those uh accomplishments and and like that tenure is is rewarded with uh these things called staff pins they're super cute mm-hmm. um and then they get to wear them on their lanyards and say hey i've been with this organization longer than some people have been alive <laughs> Which is crazy to think about that Anime Central's been uh, there for long enough uh, that that we have people that have been staffing uh, longer than like our newest volunteers have been alive. Um, we also do things like uh, tracking the staff perks uh, and making sure that that everyone knows uh, that those staff perks are available. Uh, we do like service to con badges and friends and family badges. Uh, for people have, that have worked the con, like we're we're so thankful that you're helping volunteer and making this organization run. Like we'd like to reward you with, you know, hey, bring your friends and family. Like we know that you're going to be working, but 
you know, you can still see them and we're, we're still helping to give you the ability to uh, have those people come to the con uh, without cost. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's uh, a very great uh, perk uh, of actually working for uh, the organization. Um, so, so uh, you know, Troy, what, what would you, how would you describe volunteering uh, for ASIN? I know uh, Chris just talked about uh, one of the perks is, you know, a free membership, uh, but can you also kind of describe what other things you could possibly get for working for the convention? Sure. Um, so there's a myriad of different things. I mean, from the basics of providing the room that you stay in, uh, providing food throughout the convention for you so you don't have to spend your money, uh, because, again, we want to be appreciative of your time. Um, obviously, the free badge to attend the event and your friends and family, things like that as well. Um, but also just the experience. I remember sitting in one of the uh, first orientations that I attended, and one of the questions asked was, how many of you have gotten actual employment based on volunteering with the con um, and using that experience on resumes and things like that. And almost the whole room um, had their hands up at that point. And so that's kind of another eye-opening thing as well as, you know, people don't think about it, but the skills and experience that you gain doing this can be things that tie over into real world experience that you can use on the job or in an interview, things like that as well, because you're learning things and doing things that do apply to everyday work, no matter what you're doing almost um, when it comes to teamwork, reliability, any technical skills that you might need or have developed while working the con. Um, so those kind of things are also things that play into volunteering. And, you know, like I said, building friendships is another huge thing. I mean, obviously there are forums uh, for days all over the place that you can kind of build those internet connections with. But when you go to a convention that is, as largely attended as this one is, then you get to meet those people in person sometimes, or you just make new friends when you're volunteering. And then you kind of create that network and um, not to get super deep, but a lot of times people who attend these things are very introverted in their normal everyday lives or feel very disconnected depending on where they're coming from. So coming to a convention and being surrounded by a ton of people who know what you're talking about and are just as excited to talk about it with you all night, if necessary, I think is another very cool aspect of attending the convention um, because you're just surrounded by like peers. You know, you're surrounded by people who are just as excited about this as you are um, enough to volunteer and actually run the convention, which is a huge thing. I mean, it takes a myriad of people to put this on. This is not a small production. And so that's kind of why we are here today, just to kind of shed some light on the opposite side of, you know, what happens with and what it does it take to put on this convention, you know, because it's not just you show up, you see the customer service people who answer your questions, or you see the people who are, you know, managing the lines and things like that. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes to make this happen. Um, and so those things are also pretty cool to just get to see if you're the type of person that I am, where I want to know how it works, you know. Um, and so for people who are curious about what it takes or just what does that look like, this is a great opportunity to do so. And 
All you have to do is show up. And it's what? Only 24 hours of your time broken up into shifts, obviously. So you're not missing out on anything. Um, And you can time those things out. And you can also, you know, if you're working in the same department as someone else, there are ways that you can manipulate if there's an event that you really want to attend. Obviously, you can talk to your managers and we can figure it out uh, because we don't want to also take away the experience of just going to the events and the panels and the gaming things and whatever the case may be. Um, So it's not to say that because you're volunteering that you'll miss out on anything because we make sure that you don't. Yes, you did volunteer. So there are some times where you may miss something here or there to an extent, but it's not to say that everything that you want to do, you're just going to miss because, you know, you're volunteering. That's not the case. Um, they're all shifts that you work and things like that. So we try to make sure that even though you're volunteering and working, quote unquote, you still get to have a great time as well. Yeah, and that, that's a great thing. You know, um, people will come to this convention and they won't think about what it takes to run it. They think. You know, we're all just a bunch of people who show up to run a convention uh, and go home, whereas the the truth is it's a complex web of people and interactions that have to take place. And without those, you know, we, we can't exist. And the only way our organization can grow is by having more people join us. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Um, it lightens the load. Yeah. It does. And there's so many different departments that you can staff to that a lot of people maybe don't think about. Mm. Um, like, obviously, like, for for example, like you, Sean, uh, you handle, like, our social media. Mm-hmm. Um, we have people year-round that handle, like, our blog posts and keeping up with the website and making sure that everyone uh, is aware of all these things, like, creating this podcast Um, we have an entire branding team that just does art production making sure everything looks good making sure everyone has the signage that they need um uh staff suite we have an entire uh team of people that use uh their skills to assist with making sure everybody gets fed um and going off of what Troy said uh we have a 24-hour minimum and everything um but you know you can earn some of those hours even before you get to con uh, mm-hmm. By helping out with you know stuff that we do, <laughs> like uh, by, <laughs> like uh, the, we definitely earn our twenty four hours before we get to convention. Uh, <laughs> oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. But um, to piggyback off of Chris, there are a million different departments, and so your skill set, no matter what you do, can mm-hmm. be used in some way, shape, or form. I don't care what you think that your skills are that you bring to the table or lack of you can do something that is going to add to this convention, no matter what it is. And our department specifically is what helps you figure that out. Or based on what you put down as the skills and experience that you bring to the table, we are the ones that make sure you get somewhere where you will be part of a team that will actually use the skills that you have and not just count you as a number. Because again, this is not a job. This is you volunteering your time. And so we want to honor that. So the team aspect of this may feel a little bit more of what people are looking for when they say that their work, you know, regular work lacks that sense of team feeling. Here, we will treat you like a team member because we need you, number one. And we usually are going to put you somewhere where the skills that you listed that you can bring to the table are needed and are going to be utilized. 
I think I mm. might have cut you off, Chris, but that's kind of just, I wanted to make sure that we got that in there that, you know, everybody is welcome. And you, no matter what you think that you can do, we can use it. And if you don't think you have any skills, then this is a great place to build some. Right. <laughs> uh, actually, Troy, that's, that brings up a good point. Uh, ASIN is a really great place to also experiment. Like if you have skills in your real life job that you really enjoy doing, but you maybe want to try to learn something new, uh, ASIN's a really great safe place to come and try something new. So uh, I actually started out, um, I initially had volunteered for the registration team uh, because I, uh, my 2018, uh, yeah, 2018 was the first time that I, I came to Anime Central. And uh, I noticed that the, the registration staff was uh, like a really they were super nice, super friendly. I didn't know what to do. Uh, and they just made me feel so safe and supported and understood uh, that like I wanted, I wanted to come home, help out with them. So I actually had initially signed up uh, to do registration. Um, and it, that would have been like a really a new skill for me. Cause I'd never really done like any sort of registration type thing or like member assistance. Uh, and I, I did end up going to IRT after a couple of conversations because it uh, it was a little bit easier on what I specifically needed for the convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even if you don't have skills and you want to kind of try to learn some new ones, this is a really great place to do it because uh, all of our managers are so supportive and so helpful. Um, and the entire team is just really great with that. I found it, Asen. Um to go, hey, I want to try this new idea. And everyone gets so excited, like, yes, new ideas, bring it. Let's let's tear down whatever we had and, and go try something new. Exactly. Um, when I first looked into volunteering, I, I was very good at answering people's questions on our Facebook page. You know, people would ask the same kind of things like, where's parking? Uh, you know, where's the what's the best hotel to stay at? Stuff like that. And <clears throat> excuse me. Um and I, I was, you know, I, I knew that our moderators and staff were busy with getting ready for con. They were, they weren't able to answer these questions. So I was always answering them. And then I said, after the 2019 convention, I'm like, man, I really, I want, I want to join staff and I want to do this. And I reached out to a friend of mine who was uh, on staff as well. He was, he worked in IRT and he said, yeah, reach out to arts and publication and see what happens. And, you know, lo and behold, um, you know, they, they wanted me and now here I am two years later and I run ACE in social media. So <laughs> you're really good at it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and, and the thing is like, you know, one thing I want to, you know, at least drive home to our listeners is you may think that you can't do a certain job within the convention, but you would be surprised what you could do. I never in a million years thought that I could be a social media coordinator you know, I, I knew I was, I was good at checking my Facebook every so often, but like <laughs> I was, I wasn't good at, uh, I, I didn't know I had those types of skills, but you know, the, the convention can teach you, you have skills that maybe you didn't even know you had. Exactly. And if you do know you have them and to Chris's point of experimenting, 
not everybody can do what they want to do on the job, but coming here, you know, it's like, all right, well, I know I can do this. I've never had the opportunity before because of credentials or whatever the case is, but here we will take those skills and we will put them to the test and you will know whether or not it's something you want to do long-term, but it's definitely a great springboard for sure um, with turning those skills into hard skills that you can actually use in the real world and here in ASIN as well, or any other conventions that you might want to staff for in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we don't, we don't require a college degree. There's, there's not, there's not no. an interview process that's going to make you uh, nervous or woozy. I, honestly, if you're interested, like we really encourage everyone to just uh, come check us out for a year. Like there's there's no consequences to to uh, a staffing at, at a convention uh, like and then deciding like, oh, you know, volunteering for a year was great. But uh, I kind of really want to do this thing. And I, I kind of like we have I. Uh, brain words i'm so sorry <laughs> it's okay <laughs> like there's we we will never set you up to fail is what i'm trying to get at mm-hmm. um like if you go into the convention and you want to staff and you decide that after a year that you don't like where you are you can absolutely always you know request a chance uh, a change as well like we have a lot of people that have worked a lot of different departments before they found the one that fit with what they really wanted to do at the convention and fit uh, and allow them to like grow their skills and be more comfortable. So that's actually something that VSS uh, is here to help with. Um, so if you're interested sure. in doing something like uh, costly exhibits or um, helping uh, even venue site relations, uh, like helping run the background and the facilities part of things, uh, like if you decide that you want to try out that for a year and then you go, oh, okay, well, that was fun, but I saw that registration is having a whole lot of fun. I want to go try that for a year. Like we're, we're very rarely going to say, well, unfortunately, no, you can't do that. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes staffing is full, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that we can't consider that for another year. Yeah. Um, so as I'm sure you both know, coming up here in 2022 is our 25th ASIN. You know, we, we've reached uh, 25 years. We have. Um, we, we have. Um, so, Chris, what what are you uh, looking forward to for our twenty fifth ASIN? Uh, having an in person convention. Yes, <laughs> it's been two years, and we've done a lot of work in the background, and we've made a lot of improvements, and we've shuffled some things around, and I'm just so excited to finally get everyone together again and see everyone's faces in person because we've been doing a lot of virtual meetings and being able to. Uh, have those crazy uh, experiences of sitting around at two in the morning in the tabletop gaming room and just hanging out with my friends and seeing all of the attendees uh, having a good time because honestly that's why I do this is to um, like put on a good show and be able to be a part of something that brings so much joy to people's faces and to make those memories again and uh 25 years is a long time and going two years without having an in-person convention is just the worst. (laughs) I'm so excited to finally be back in person and to, to, to get that back and to get everyone excited about uh, being in anime central. I'm already seeing like the posts of what are you guys going to cosplay? What are you, what are you thinking? Can we do the meetups? Let's, uh, 
let's let's put on a good show for everybody and really drive home like uh what anime central is to everyone and Mm -hmm. to show them that we haven't gone anywhere nothing's changed where i mean a lot of things have changed but like the heart of anime central is is putting on a show for all of the anime fans out there and giving them a place to go and be together again exactly um what what about you uh troy what what are you looking forward to to our 25th asin um i would have to echo honestly i think we are all just chopping at the bit to be back in person um mm-hmm. and so i think just being in that same environment again and being around all that energy and excitement that's probably the one thing that i'm looking forward to um and getting to 25 years is a huge milestone for any convention to be consistently put on and done well and mm-hmm. be as well attended also is something to talk about so i'm just excited to kind of see all of the changes that we've made come to fruition um, and then also to kind of see what that trajectory looks like into the next 25 years um, and what we can do and how we can make this better, um, being one of the bigger conventions in the Midwest. And just being here in the Midwest in general is a huge thing, since a lot of times these things are done really well and really largely um, in you know the West Coast or on the East Coast, but there's not too much here in the middle. So to be able to kind of stand and say, hey, here we are and kind of compete as well to an extent is really awesome. And so I'm very excited to see, you know, everybody's faces again and things like that. But just also, where can we take this next, you know, now that we've gotten to this 25 years and we can solidly say, Mm -hmm. you know, we are here. This is what we do. We do it well. And now we're going to take it to the next level. So all of that is super exciting to me. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. I think, um, you know, reaching 25 years of this convention is a, a wonderful milestone. But for me personally, it's what are what's what are we going to see in the next 25 years? What what is ASIN's 50th going to look like? Uh, yes, very. It's very exciting. Um, well, I want to thank you both for joining me today uh, on the podcast. Uh, and lastly, uh, Chris, do you have any uh, final words for our attendees? Um. Mostly it's just like that we're so excited to see everybody back and we can't wait to see you uh, show up in your cosplays and uh, run around the, the convention center and the hotels. And I, I really hope that the next one is just as exciting as we are excited to bring it to you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Troy, do you have any uh, final words? Um, I would just say I'd like to see your applications. Uh, we will be processing them all. Um, so I'm super excited for anyone who may have, you know, decided to go ahead and pull the trigger on this and make the decision to go ahead and join and participate if you have been on the fence about it. Otherwise, um, I just look forward to seeing everybody and I kind of echo Chris and seeing all the different cosplays since people have had about two years to put them together. Um, I'm curious to see all of the new ideas and the new takes on outfits and things like that. So I'm just super excited. And if you see me running around in my cosplay, I'm not going to tell you what it is just yet. But if you do see me, please say hello. I'll make sure that I'm wearing something that's going to get some attention, or at least I'm trying to anyway. But either way, I'm just super excited to see everybody. Absolutely. And for our listeners, if you guys are interested in joining staff, uh, you can head on over to our website at ascent.org slash about dash us slash volunteer to sign up today 
Uh, Chris and Troy, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having having us. us. Again, I'd like to thank Chris and Troy from our volunteer staffing services for taking their time out and talking with us on the podcast today. If you guys are interested in volunteering for ASIN, head over to ASIN.org slash about dash us slash volunteer to get signed up today. And the link to that will also be in our show notes, along with the links for everything that we talked about today. Well, sadly, that is the end of this episode of the Essential Podcast. Hope you guys look forward to the next episode, which is coming out very soon. In that episode, we're going to talk with Phil, who is the senior manager of our exhibit experiences. He's the guy who helps book all the stuff that goes on inside the convention center. Industry guests, helps work out the artist alley and the vendors. So it's a very interesting conversation we have. You guys will not want to miss that. Thank you all so much for listening, for going on to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rating us. If you have any questions or concerns or anything you want to talk about on the podcast, you can reach out to us, podcast at ascent.org. Until the next episode, my name is Sean with the arts and publication team of Anime Central, and thank you so much for listening. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to the Essential Podcast, a Anime Central production for the Midwest Animation Promotion Society. All rights reserved.